0: Aloha,
1: so much semen everywhere. And Ed, you shouldn't Uh, talk about people like that, that's fucked up. Welcome. We're back from TheBallerLifestyle.com. It's The Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining us. Episode 349 of the show. Thank you very much for being a listener. Thank you even more. If you contribute to our Red Circle page where we do our bonus content, go to TheBallerLifestyle.com. Click the link at the top of the page or just open the show notes of whatever app you're listening to the show on. It's probably Apple Podcasts, and it's right there. You can subscribe from there. A lot of bonus content happening over there. You get some extra. It's cost you five bucks. So it's fun. We have fun. Uh, I'm joined now as I am always by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up?
2: Hey, I, uh, I just stumbled upon a very shocking story, uh, Hungarian, an anti-gay Hungarian politician has resigned. You want to guess why?
1: For not being anti-gay enough.
2: Yeah, uh, he was caught fleeing through a window from a twenty-five man orgy. Whoa,
1: that's too many.
2: <laughs> that's so many dicks.
1: That's that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of penis. It's <laughs>
2: so much semen everywhere. I can't. Oh,
1: Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that is, that's too much. That's too many dicks. That's too many people. Like, I can't watch more. I can't watch porn with more than three people in it. Three people is my maximum porno intake.
2: Even when I'm watching three. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot to concentrate on. It can be. Certainly in the three that I, I, I have a I I have to have to be women. Oh, I know.
1: We know how you are.
2: I mean. Yep. But I'm saying, like, that <laughs> I've stumbled upon years ago. I've stumbled upon the two dudes, and it's like you're just getting a ton of testicles.
1: It's a lot. It's a lot of balls for you, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I had to. Um, I did back from the mic to take a picture of my television to text somebody something. Um, yeah, it's and too by, much. And by the
2: way, at yeah. twenty-five guys.
1: That's so. You many. know,
2: a couple of them. You know, at least one of them is just. Frozen out.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, well... Like,
2: Joseph. Joseph's right. in the corner.
1: Everybody has a type, you know, and it's... If you're not, if you don't fit the type... This
2: guy kind of has a look of, like, uh, was it General Zod? Uh,
1: yeah, sure. He's got, well, Superman the too? the cropped beard and the slick back hair, you're saying?
2: Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, he's got a little more beard than Zod, but kind of in that... right. I mean, he, when I said Hungarian politician, that's kind of what you're picturing anyway, right? So,
1: well, I was sort of, yes, or like um, Slobodan Milosevic kind of oh, look, yeah. you know? I could, the
2: dude took poison in court. Yeah. One of those yeah. criminals.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yes, right. Is that That's what he did, right? Slobodan. Yeah, he,
2: like, he had like a little shot of poison. He took it right there, and they were like trying to get to him, but it was one of those European— courts where yeah. they had the he was on a uh, glass case so yeah. people couldn't get to him in time
1: yeah he murked I, himself i mean look he was a real piece of shit and i don't support yeah,
2: when you're facing war crime yeah uh sentence i guess you, you know the best move is to get get it done
1: yeah yeah i mean i'm surprised it took that long but he probably you know he had to go into court to get it passed to him by the yeah. whatever guy passes it. Did you see this? I just I just heard about this today. The guy in the um the guy in the Bronx who fell who was just standing on the sidewalk. Oh yeah, and with the, the rats. Yes, and the and the, and a sinkhole opened up. Oh a twelve yeah. foot sinkhole.
2: Yeah, f- filled. And with, he couldn't scream because he was afraid the rats would crawl in his mouth.
1: Yeah, it was filled with thousands of rats. Also, also the second worst thing that happened to him when he fell in this hole, he broke his spine. Oh, but worse than that, he was surrounded by rats that, according to him, were the size of puppies. He's he, hold on. I'll read it. Leonard. And also what a perfect name for a guy that this happened to Leonard shoulders. <laughs> Leonard shoulders <laughs> was walking by a bus stop in the Bronx area on Saturday.
2: He was f- feeling the weight of the world that day.
1: That- uh, apparently, when when the concrete cracked beneath his feet, a chasm up to 15 feet deep swallowed Mr. Shoulders, trapping him underground
2: for, a, for about 30 minutes. The video, it's just he disappears. <sighs> like he's on the sidewalk and then he's not.
1: New Yorkers have described reports of his orde- ordeal as a nightmare. Rats crawling on him, he can't move. His brother Greg White told CBS New York, "Always oh, a little weird when the, your brother got a different name." Well, <laughs> the Leonard shoulders and Greg White. Isn't Greg yeah, wasn't Greg, I, Greg White, White a running Was he yes. running back for USC? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he didn't want to yell because he was afraid there was, there were going to be rats inside his mouth. Firefighters were called to the scene. 33, the moment 33 year old Mr. Shoulders suddenly disappeared into the payment. So he's suing the city and the, and the landlord, whoever's building it was in front of, um, what's, I mean, there's just not, you can't put a dollar amount on this. You cannot give this guy enough money.
2: No, I mean. Yeah, I didn't even know about the broken back.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: that's, a, that's a long recovery, too. Yeah. I, I saw, I mean, not unlike you, I don't really know what's going on with the local news. Yeah. But I happened to turn on the TV one time when they were interviewing his sister.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't Who, know her last name. third last name?
2: I don't know. Uh-huh. But I don't think it was Shoulders. Maybe she was part of the white clan.
1: Right. I'm not sure. Right. She was describing
2: the terror, but she was also calm about it. I would be freaking out for months.
1: Well, it didn't happen to
2: her. Yeah, but if it's somebody I cared about, like loved and cared about, was broken back and covered by rats, I wouldn't be so calm. It's just like that day.
1: I'm rat phobic, and uh, not that long ago, and this was, I took some shit for this. I didn't realize. (sighs) Not that long ago, and if you're a person in my life, That this um, anecdote I'm about to relate, um, you witnessed, you should probably stop listening right now, assuming that you were listening in the first place. I was walking, my chick and I were walking down the street to like go to the grocery store or something. And there were like these two, I might have told this on this show before. There were like these two teenage girls in the middle of the street and they had like a newspaper and they were trying to like, trying to like push something out of the street and we got, we came upon him and it was a rat and it was like the, it's back legs again, trigger warning.
2: Wait, there were, they were, it was a dead rat. Nope. Nope.
1: Nope. It was a rat and it was very much alive, but only the front half of it was alive. The back half of it, you know, it was like one of those puppies that needs those wheels or a cat. Okay. You know, it was like that. Its yeah. back legs were not functioning, and it, but its front ones were, and it was alive. And the right thing would, to do would have been to put it out of its misery, but I'm phobic. I can't go near one of those things. They freak me no. out. Yeah.
2: yeah, no, I can't. No.
1: So, and these girls were trying to get it out of the street, but they were like a little not t- too into it either. So my, my special lady, my lady friend – she's like likes to save the world so she goes and she's like give me that and she takes their newspaper and she scoops it up and like to do, you know to like give it a peaceful death i guess she kind of like flips it off into the ivy or uh, off to the side of the right. road and that was that right except then the next day when i was walking by it, yeah. had, it had apparently used those front arms again <laughs> trigger warning you don't want to miss like this hard. It had used those front arms to climb back out of the, the, uh, and it was, and Ed, Ed, to add to it, it was like an embankment. This is like when somebody like goes off the side of the road in their car and it's like down a cliff and then no, yeah, yeah, no yeah. one sees them for like a week and then all of a sudden they they crawl out and they're they're like you've been missing for 9 days and and they're like I know I've been drinking rainwater and my own tears and but I climbed up this ravine my own piss but I climbed up this rocky ravine and I made it cuz I have the will to live I would just die and this rat was like that person in the car cuz it was down it was down like a steep thing and it climbed up it, it had apparently climbed up just far enough to get into the road to be completely smashed by a car. And then I made the mistake. I was like, oh, man, that's kind of funny. Not funny, but like coincidental. Hey, we rescued this rat and looked what happened. So I took a picture of it and I sent it to my beautiful girlfriend who had taken a pic who who had saved its life. I sent her the picture of it smash and I'm like, oh, I guess your little friend didn't make it. Well, Ed, it's not what she, she didn't like that. She didn't want to see a picture of the the life she thought she saved yeah, because you ended. T-
2: you t- you took away her heroics.
1: Well, it's, yeah, but I think it was more the death. <laughs> I don't think she was thinking of herself so much. It was the more of the the death, uh, the 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 brutal death of a small thing, and and you know at the at the hands or the wheels, I guess, of a car tire. So it, you know it yeah. was pretty flat. But it was definitely the same one because, I mean, it was right in the exact same spot. Like, what are the odds it would be a second one?
2: And you know if she could speak rat, he would just be saying, please just kill me. Just let me go.
1: I know. know. (laughs) If if I were more – She
2: made his suicide attempt that much harder.
1: (sighs) I know. If I were more of a man, (laughs) I would have like – I don't know what even you do, like stomp his little head or you like grab him by the tail and like (sharp) – like smash them uh, against something but i couldn't do that i can't do that
2: it creeped me out i uh, i used to um when i was working at a bar in college when we were bringing out the trash to the dumpsters uh, there would be some big ass rats and I remember up. one brushed against my leg oh. we wore shorts like we were wearing shorts yeah. and i just felt a rat brush against my leg and from that point on i was chucking like bags full of Bottles like heavy bags. I was yeah. chucking them from like ten feet. I was yeah. I was doing like a full hammer throw situation to get it to the dumpster because no fucking way am I getting close to that dumpster. Again. Yeah,
1: yeah. I live in like a triplex here. It's like my uh, I live above the garage, and then there's two mm-hmm. other units, and the t- and they're like stacked on top of each other, like next to me. So we're not like our we don't have adjoining walls or anything, but it's like three mm-hmm. little apartments here. Well, the other two have been vacant for a long time because somebody bought this triplex and they're remodeling the other two. And, Ed, I mean as soon as the people moved out, as soon as there's no people around – Oh, yeah. The rats will come out. And there was Rizzo the, and the, pals. Yes. The whole deck was covered with rat shit. And I'm not talking Ugh. like the small kind of rat shit. I'm talking about the big kind of rat shit. And then I saw a big ass fucking dead one out like out the back. And so now and now they've de- I've called the landlord. and I'm like, hey, she's got to do something about this. And they, they did. But, you know, you can never do if you've watched rats on Netflix, which I would recommend everybody do. There's nothing you can really do. You can like make, you can mitigate, but you can't get rid of them. So now, every time I walk outside, I stomp. I mean, if it's you know, if it's dusk, if it's if the sun has gone down, you're right. gonna hear me coming. I'm making a lot of noise so that anything <sighs> smaller than me gets the fuck away from me.
2: Yeah, I, I, I do the same thing. were yeah. in your of shoes, of course, of course you would, and and. uh I know some some friends in Hoboken that like there are just certain parts of town yeah. that just have bigger rat problems than oh, others. Yeah. Oh yeah, knock well, on, knock on wood. We're we're just we yes. happen to not be on one of those blocks, but our friends like they're like we we've done everything. Oh my god, and they oh, they still god. just find their way. Oh
1: my god, the um well in that documentary, rats on. There's two two things I'll relay to you from that. One, people like you and I. There's an yeah. there's an evolutionary reason why why we, you and I are fearful of rats, and that's because of the plague.
2: I was gonna say the bubonic plague right. probably that's, yeah,
1: that's the reason. It's just built into us to to fear those things because we know they bring death. Right. B the they they hit the streets of New York City at night. Oh I know
2: yeah you see him in the subway yeah
1: but in oh, I, like God. in that movie and they go to like some parks that are just like just like they just like take a shovel like they have like the rat patrol of the city they go out with them and the rats like and the rat guy's like oh yeah this park and he would just go like up near a bush and he'd be like watch this and he just stick the shovel in the ground and move some dirt and thousands hundreds uh-huh. maybe thousands of rats would just. <laughs> scurry
3: out
2: Sp- uh, speaking of New York City yeah this past weekend I was in Midtown I was near I was a few blocks from Rockefeller Center yeah and I I don't I'm not one of these people that's like gonna venture far out of their way to for like a instagram type thing but i just oh. remember seeing how shitty that tree looked in pictures and people being like you know the tired line but this is the 2020 tree this is what we deserve but i was like you know what i'd like to go take a picture of that well, shitty hold,
1: tree. hold on I, mean, I didn't like they i saw a picture i saw that picture it was before they put it up like it was just like they were just putting it into place of course they're gonna make it look nice right it looks perfect of course
2: I was bummed out. I was like, "Well, I, because I, I didn't totally pay attention. I just saw people talking about how it was a shitty tree, but no, it looks perfect. It looks like the same as every year,
1: right? Gorgeous. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a marketing tool. Like they're not gonna put up a shitty tree. They're gonna do right. a nice one just because it's a just because it's a bummer of a year doesn't mean trees didn't grow. Also, right. they rescued that beautiful tiny owl." Oh
2: my god, the cutest thing yeah, I've ever gorgeous, seen.
1: Gorgeous. And you know what? Like maybe let that owl just live in the tree because you know what? It'd murk a lot of the fucking rats out there.
2: That's right. He would be he would be full every night yeah. from the rats.
1: I was on a walk I was on a walk the other night and it got dark on my walk. And I was, I was like way up where it's real quiet, like it's real hilly where I live. And so I put on my everybody loves my flak jacket. I put on my weight vest and I walk up this fucking steep ass hill and and I'm at the I'm at the top of the hill, and it's so quiet, and it's just dusk, and you can hear in one of the trees,
0: woohoo, woohoo,
1: fucking owl. And I was like, "That's a bad motherfucker up there. I'd like to get to know oh, him yeah. or her."
2: Do not, do not fuck with the owls. No. They they own their their space.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. Uh. Once again, I mean, I've thanked him in the past. I'll thank him again, Angelo. He has a, a great podcast, Cheap Seats yeah. Boxing. Yep, and he uh, he he helped us get the cheapest seats for the Tyson fight this That's weekend. Right.
1: That's right. It and, um, yeah,
2: and it's like it, it changes the tone. I mean, you know, fifty bucks isn't the worst thing in the world, but I'd be kind of pissed off if I spent Big fifty time. bucks.
4: Big time. But the fact
2: that I didn't spend, I was able to be like at peace with it. I I enjoyed it.
1: Um. Yeah. Me too. I was. Um, has anybody checked on uh former New York Nick uh, Nate Robinson?
2: That one hurt for two reasons. One, I mean, there have been some dreadful Nick teams, yeah. and he's the guy who wins the slam dunk contest, He yeah. was an energy guy, played a little out of control, which yeah. his fighting style was sort of the same, same thing. But but I mean, this dude, he was a starting Pac twelve cornerback.
1: Oh yeah. No, he's a great athlete. Like,
2: He's a fucking sick athlete. He's 5'8", eight.
1: He's, he's five eight, and he balled out in the fucking NBA with the greatest athletes in the world. Like the the dude is the is the top 001 percent of human life.
2: Yeah, and he's fighting a huge piece of shit. There was a story that I think I just yeah. killed because it was it was too many of them. But he was, you know, COVID denial and he was saying shit like, well, the flu kills people. And they're like, it doesn't kill this many. He's like, "Uh, I think you have the wrong numbers. Like he's he's one of those shitheads. He's he's the worst. And all of his is he the one with the splits or is that his brother?
1: His brother does the splits. He's he he does shitty. That's even worse, though, because his brother, the splits guy is like kind of like. Did this YouTuber thing became he, like he was an original influencer? He's like, I'm gonna go out here and do the splits. Hey, look at me do the splits, and everyone's like, Oh my god, I gotta subscribe, I gotta follow that guy. At least he was doing the splits. His this guy, this guy is just the brother of the guy that does the splits. He's not even yeah, the he's splits Rage guy. J. Yes, he's Ray. He's Ray J. <laughs> well, at least yeah, I mean, hey, Ray J got that big ass dick though. Well, like, J. like yeah, Ray
2: J delivered the pipe right. Um, but it's just everyone wants to see that guy knocked out
1: yeah yep
2: and and Nate clearly had only had limited he's he's a yeah. sick athlete he had limited boxing training <laughs> yeah. and i i mean i would think i have not trained at all yeah i would think the number one goal would not be to lead with your chin yeah like you would teach like basic defense right yeah because I that's kind of like a, a street fight. The guy who can just mash right away. If you can, if you can get in a couple shots and then you take him to the ground, type thing. Yeah. I think that's what he was doing because it was it was like Bugs Bunny and the Bull. Yes, yeah. he was just charging at him and he's getting tapped.
1: Yeah. Um, see, Jake Paul. He one thing you can say about this guy is he's very uh, aware of how he's going to look on camera and so he's going to put in the work not to look bad and also he's already had one professional fight so or you know he's had a public fight I I don't think it was you know you can't technically call it a professional fight but so you had some tape on him right you could kind of go to school on what he does he's got nothing on you he's you never had a fight so it's if just a little bit of training and a plan.
2: There was no, there was no, but the plan was just, just hopefully I catch him quickly. Yeah,
1: he, he appeared to have neither. He's like, hold up. I'm a great athlete. This guy's a fucking YouTuber. Well, the YouTuber was much larger. I don't know how they came just, in at the same weight.
2: I just saw sorry, I just saw a guy dunk and his momentum carried him so much, Michigan State guy, he landed on his face. Oh. Ooh,
1: that'll so, happen. That'll happen. He's
2: he's gonna get a Nate Robinson. Did you, did you
1: see work? Tom Izzo and did you did you did you shudder at the fact that he's sixty five years old today? What? Because Tom Izzo, you're like, oh no, no, Brian. He was sixty uh he was sixty five in nineteen ninety six. Yeah, with, with Mateen Cleaves. With Mateen Cleves. And you're like, that's when he was sixty five. You're confused. And the answer's no, Ed. Tom Izzo, right now, is unless he's had a birthday, is sixty-five. Right that's
2: now. Not and you told me an astonishing birthday yeah. of a college basketball coach today.
1: Yeah. Jim Valvano, R.I.P. The great Jim Valvano.
2: He, so when he was when he won the title with NC State in like eighty two, I believe. Or oh. uh, 80, 81. Yeah. He was late
1: 40s then? No, he would have been like in his er, – he died at 47, Ed.
2: No. When, no. And that,
1: when was that? Like in the mid-90s mid or early 90s? Yeah. So he died at 47. So subtract whatever year that he died in from Jesus. 40 – subtract 1981 from whatever He's year like he mid-30s? died in. 30s Yeah, he would have been like mid-30s. I mean, R.I.P., the guy's a great dude. Remember that speech you made? Yeah. How could you forget? Because they replay it every five fucking minutes. But, yeah, it's re- yeah. it's sad. You know, he died. It's awful. A lot. Yeah. A lot. It's a lot. It's a it's lot to of- process.
2: Um, so the the fight. So, yes. the, Nate was, like, just charging at him like a bull. And yeah. he would just got block and counter. And. He go down. He went down four times, but one of them was a slip. But you could just tell, like this. He's oh, yeah. and then I, he yeah. just God.
1: Uh, I mean, he got he got put to sleep. And uh, my question is, when someone gets put to sleep like that, what? Why the rush to get him sitting on a stool? They were they they're like, oh my God, we got to get him a stool. Did that guy look like he could use a stool? <laughs> He looked bad. His face. Yes. I I was watching with my chick and she's like, Oh my god, that guy's dead. And I'm like, No, but I could see how you could think that. His body the worst, was rigid.
2: The worst I ever saw was when remember when the uh uh who was, was it Margarito put put his uh he put oh, yeah.
3: the that,
1: cement that was on his fist and then he yeah.
2: and he he. I mean Pacquiao was dead in the middle of the air. Yeah. Like before it could hit the ground. And <laughs> you just see Jinky Pacquiao yeah. crying yeah. as he's falling. It's like Apollo's wife.
1: Yes, totally. Yes. Um yeah, it was it was really bad. I mean, the first two times he almost got knocked out, you figure, hey. I'm gonna make an adjustment yeah, here. He's he's hit yeah, me really. Down. He hit me in the side of the head twice, really hard, and it almost made me unconscious. I'm gonna readjust here. I'm gonna box a little bit so I don't get made unconscious. And then immediately he runs right into another one and gets made unconscious. I don't I don't feel cool. like Nate Robinson's gonna be have a, a, another this is professional his fight. Yeah.
2: This is going to be his legacy for you know. It's a bad look. For, it'll take it'll take like ten years for him to shake this thing.
1: It's a bad look. It's a really really just bad look for him. Um, and the main event. I mean, I I was was pretty impressed with Tyson.
2: Yeah, because the last like maybe the last eight years of his career, he barely seemed like he was trying out
1: there. Oh, yeah, I mean. Even when he fought that, who was the South the White Buffalo, the South African guy? I mean, he was just oh. he he mostly was just fighting palookas, Frank Bruno. He was,
2: yeah. I mean, uh, Peter McNeely when he came out of uh, prison. Peter
1: McNeely, like he didn't, uh, you know, it, his heart wasn't in it, and you know, Roy Jones never really stopped fighting. He's he's younger than Mike, but that's negligible because they're both in their early fifties.
2: Uh, oh, uh, it was uh, – what's his name? I just – it just flashed my uh, – Francois Botha. Botha. That's right. But yeah, there's a bunch of guy, guys like that. Like Frank Bruno, when he got the title back, I want to say in about 96, that was kind of the last That was it. of – uh, you know like Seldon was no good with the, the fight where a Tupac got killed
1: yeah yeah like,
2: yes those those were bad fights but the worst i mean i guess uh, some of the holy holy field fight like the one where he bit his ear there was some action there but i remember the last holy field fight after the ear oh, buddy yeah. it was like dyson didn't want to be there it was no. it was such a bummer and like he showed up he was active you know he's he was an older man but roy jones was just trying not to get yeah knocked out knocked well, down well
1: he got hit a he's couple hitting. times and he's like oh man this guy hits really fucking hard i thought that we were playing i thought yeah. i thought this was a, an exhibition
2: and i like after the fight tyson's like oh we got to do this again we guys and jones was doing everything he could to not answer that question he's He is done with this sport. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: I mean, at at least against Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, I'm just going to think about things like he does not want any part of this again.
1: No. And it was. So the whole thing, it came out like right before the fight. um, That it was an exhibition and there would be no knockouts and they had agreed to no winner; it was going to be a draw, no matter what. And there were like all these stipulations that must have been in the fine print that no one really read, or they just low key didn't promote. But was did Vegas take action on this?
2: I I, I had the option of betting on yeah. uh, DraftKings. I was right. I was looking at my app and I was like, should I put some action on something? And then I just backed away because. I felt like something weird was going on. But then after they asked Roy Jones, were you happy with the draw? Like Tyson's like, yeah, I was happy with the draw. Roy Jones is like, no, I'm never happy with the draw. It's like, buddy, you lost badly. Well, yeah,
1: he kind of, uh, I mean, (laughs) he did, he, he wasn't acting like he won.
2: No, but he, he, you know, all that bullshit. I'm never happy with the draw. (laughs) buddy. Yeah, buddy. You were, you were (laughs) definitely not winning this fight. You lost,
1: buddy. You lost. He lost badly. Uh, but it
2: was, but it was you know, good. It was fun for, to watch. For something free. It was yeah. fun. It was nostalgic. And the star of the evening.
1: Oh, Snoop Dogg. Was
2: Snoop D-O-Double-G. He yeah. was fantastic.
1: He was so good. His commentary was so good. He rapped. It is kind of weird to me that, um, I mean, I love Snoop. He's great. He's awesome. He he lit up a fat blunt in the middle no, of his set. Yeah, and then at the end of the at the end of his set, he flashes actual gang signs to the camera, which is fine. It's just strange to me that Snoop is like a top five pitch man. He has a national campaign for Corona. He has a national campaign with Martha Stewart for Taco Bell. He has he advertises like. There's a fight at the bat rack to get him to advertise oh, your product. Yeah. He's right up there with but Shaq. He's universally loved. He's loved. He's loved. So it's just what he. It doesn't even occur to him, or he doesn't care, or he knows it won't affect him to to throw up actual gang signs to signal his people when he's on a national broadcast, which he's paid to be on. I don't know. I just, I just thought that was kind of it's fun.
2: amazing. Remember the infamous Source Awards. When you know, which led to the escalating tensions and Tupac and Baby, and like he lectures the crowd at some point because they were booing when he went on there. He's like, "You're booing Snoop Dogg." He starts scolding the crowd. Yes, like he's just he's above it all. It's It's crazy. It's
1: very that was very uncomfortable. Yeah, that whole thing that was very uncomfortable, and um, Wiz Khalifa. Was he also performed? So then everyone else performed, and Wiz Khalifa, like you know, his songs. And then there were some other dudes whose songs I didn't know. And the
4: other other guys were bad.
1: They went on so long. Like, why are you letting these guys do three songs each? I get it for Snoop and Wiz. And how does Wiz open and then the two other guys go in between and then Snoop closes? But it did, um, it, it did cause me to go and revisit Wiz Khalifa's. Dick pick. I wouldn't no. like. I wouldn't really like unless you psych yourself up. You you're not gonna be ready to see what Wiz Khalifa has going on because it's on another level. Wow, it's it's a I lot. Think I've seen it. It's a lot. Well you get a minute how about while i how about while i I play manuel's song you can look it (laughs) up if you'd like uh unless there's anything else no
2: okay no thank you thank you uh
1: thanks angelo angelo we uh we appreciate and also i'm so dumb you know angelo pointed us in a direction and i was like is this am i at the place and i'm like taking screenshots and sending them to you guys like but that was the place it did it was actually very easy to get
2: it was it was very easy yeah
1: no, Angelo didn't like tell us anything. We figured it out on our no, he, own. We didn't get no, it from no, no. He, he,
2: no, he's a good dude. He was yeah, just saying I wouldn't advise that, guys. Right? That's all. That's right?
1: That's what he said. That's exactly what he said.
4: He's so easy to hate.
1: Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. Hey, hey. His calls are far from great.
4: He's such a stupid fuck. Oh my! Goodness. He seems down on his luck. That's not
3: real, right?
1: His voicemails really suck. <laughs> uh, uh. His voicemails really suck. Uh, uh. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless he has got a lot, a lot. Else he's to do. intimidating it's got to intimidate and that's,
2: that's the biggest
1: thing i've ever seen it's yeah yeah i mean it's not the smallest and supposedly he and amber rose you know they were a couple yeah. they have a child and he and amber rose they and i imagine she knows her well, you know she's very discerning in her likes i would guess and uh she their their relationship apparently came to an end when he she caught him in bed with in, in a threesome with twins or or could be sisters. Mm. Which is kind of weird, right? Like It is very weird. It's, that's incest. Who's I'm not yeah. into incest. A Coors Light commercial. What's going right. on? And twins. Um, kind of weird. Kind of weird. It's also weird how like, um, Pornhub is yeah. all like stepsister, stepmom. It's like, and it's not. It's that's not even the theme of the thing. It's just to get you to click on it. But also, like, why do you want? Why do you need that? I don't get it.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the whole theme ones. It's
1: weird. It's weird. It's weird the whole thing's weird okay this is exciting ed voicemail
3: edward daily double how the hell are you guys man Great, buddy Thanksgiving. so uh a few months back kind of, gotta admit man it kind of felt like i got backhanded by old easy edward on uh, one of those shows where uh I mentioned I was what? 44, and he was like, Yeah, that's a hard 44.
1: You know, I thought the same thing, Ed. Well, was, did I? It was really fucked up of you to say. I couldn't believe it. Really? I, was I like, don't even remember
2: saying I was anything like, like that.
1: I was like, I can't believe this Ed <laughs> guy saying this shit about our listener, our good listener, Manuel. Hard working plumber out there in the world, 44 years old. Just no, was, I, I was not
2: I didn't mean I don't know I don't remember saying it but
1: yeah.
2: I, don't, I was fucking around like I don't even have thoughts on what age you look like I
1: mean
3: that's because I said it. it wasn't you that said it was Oh. <laughs> and I chuckled at it but I was like damn Eddie thanks Anyhow uh, I mean bri bri actually it was bri bri oh he, I mean, know, that, oh he knows that, it was uh, me yeah. Little um, shot at me <laughs> But uh, recently man life doubled down on me
1: Hey Manuel I'm older than your ass. It's all good. We're just we're just funning over here. We're just doing a podcast. Happy to have you call in.
3: that shot because uh, you know I'm a long-time casual longshoreman, right? Long time as, in I got him in, in 2004.
1: Oh, that's a real good gig. If he's saying, I have a, I
2: have a friend who's a longshoreman. It's yeah. a good gig. It's,
1: well, if he's saying uh, yeah. if, if he's saying casual longshoreman, my guess is that he's not because it's so hard to get that gig that he might like not fill in. Yeah, he might not get full time hours as a longshoreman because you don't once you're in that you're just Covey. you're hanging. Yeah. yeah, you hang out for a while.
3: So I've been working yeah. with some of these cats who are still a casual longshoreman like myself for sixteen years. Okay. And uh there's this one cat I work with, Felipe, right? Another Felipe. Another best American cat. Just talked to him recently, right? And uh he looks at least 10 years younger than me, right? So um, I was, like, just shooting the shit with him because I had never really gotten around to hitting him up like his age. And I'm like, hey, dude, um... So when did you get in? Like when you were 18 or what? And he's like, nah, man, I'm about to hit 40 right now, right? So there was that life given to your boy, Manuel, from Gardena, a.k.a. Matt in L.A. A gut punch, dude. Straight gut punch. <laughs> Come to find out that Felipe, who I've been working with for 16 years, is only like five years younger than me, but he easily looks 10 years younger than me, Right. So, uh, it was just funny, man. I guess old Bri Bri Bex was right. I'm an old looking son of a bitch. Bitch. Okay. Self realization is a motherfucker. I was saying before, happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays. What do I care what you baller lifestyle community toolboxes think about me and right. who? You can find <sighs> me on Twitter get at me outro all
1: right manuel
2: how did he open it he knew it was you that said it and he's hey, he look. opened up saying it was me what
1: hey, hey look i was kind of hoping that he would just hang in there and just continue to spend the rest of forever <laughs> it's when you didn't re- when you actually started accusing yourself of saying it that I was like, oh, I gotta let this guy <laughs> off the hook. You're like, oh, did I say that? I probably didn't mean it, man. Like, I don't, you know, I was just, like, you felt bad, which you should, because that's a shitty thing to say about somebody. And Ed, you shouldn't uh, talk about it, people like that. That's fucked up.
2: <laughs> well, you don't, you don't need to give a shit about what people on the internet think, because what the fuck? You don't. I mean, who cares? These people oh, yeah. aren't yeah. in your life, right?
1: And I'm a fucking mess. Like, don't, don't. Don't uh, carry my judgment. Thanks for calling in, though, Manuel. Good to hear from you. Uh, Here's another one.
3: Hey, I'm listening to the uh, subscriber exclusive. Oh, this guy's voice. Come on. LSU.
1: L. we know. know. It's just, I mean, it's just so soothing.
3: Molly and Brian. uh, Episode four of the polygamous dude. I don't remember the name.
1: Ed, Ed, we did a show about this. Kind of like a dirty John. We did.
2: Yeah, I, I saw ads for that thing, and yeah. I just never got around
4: it.
1: Yeah, it was uh, – I mean, spoiler alert, they interviewed the guy at the end. See, Dirty John was cool because the guy got stabbed in the eye, which I mean, is a pretty good resolution.
2: Yeah, that whole thing was crazy because crazy. the reason why his reign of terror ended is because somebody was training as if Walking Dead was a real thing.
1: Yeah, and she happened to have on. She had
2: a, like a zombie killer. Yeah, kit, uh, kit. And that's that's a crazy. And they they didn't make a big enough deal about that. There's an adult who believed in zombie. Well, attacks.
1: I mean, that is a good point. But I think she was very young. I think she was like nineteen or twenty well, years old. She
2: was nineteen. Yeah. If if my thirteen year old son yeah. was talking about really preparing for yeah. a zombie, I'd be like, "Yeah, buddy, we got to talk."
1: That is- <laughs> I would agree, with – but look, look, they weren't getting great mothering.
2: Yeah, she was really like really stupid. Look at
1: the look at the dude she was bringing around, Dirty John. John, I can't remember his last with name his,
2: with his old
3: scrubs.
1: Yeah, he was his dirty ass scrubs because he's a he's an anesthesiologist, except he's not. <laughs> uh, well, this wasn't this didn't have as good of a resolution because while this guy did. Romance, thief, romance, defraud these women. Lots more women than just the one, like Dirty John. At the end, the big payoff for you is they interview him, and the the big win of watching all four episodes is that the guy seemed really gay. Mm. Like that's you're like, hold on, this is that Lothario. He's got the gay accent.
3: And that was and
1: and he might have been a plastic surgery victim. So let's let's see what uh, LSU is getting at here.
3: Oh, what it's called. But anyway, uh, y'all are talking about a a person's number as far as how many sexual partners they've had.
1: Oh yeah, we've talked and about that on this show.
3: My question is what kind of uh what kind of person actually knows that number? Oh, uh, wow. I mean I'm not a uh Oh, a, a Paul LSU. or her telling.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> he's letting us know LSU yeah, gets he's in. He's putting
2: it out there. I can't even remember. He's, Look, I'm not bragging. I just sorry. Whose memory can go that? way? He's,
1: he's a married man, I believe. I'm pretty sure.
2: You, unfortunately, you you can you, I can tell you there are some people on this podcast that know their number because <laughs> well, was, the number has been that number has been the same since
1: 1996 right, right. You're, you're in a long-term marriage you, marriage you married your college sweetheart there's nothing wrong with that that's actually m- the m- most common thing that's that's much more common than being an ls lothario like our the man on the voicemail <laughs> right now lothario su
0: sir fuck
3: honestly i mean i can give you a ballpark number but i don't know the exact number i can't don't remember all that crap. I mean, do people actually keep track of that and know exactly how many women or men they've slept with? Um,
1: You guys know? So Ed knows. I don't, I don't know, but it's not that many. It's not, it's a reason I've had, I've sexed a reasonable number, but it's more, it's more, I don't remember the number. I, I could ballpark it. I'm not going to, I could ballpark it, but Let's let's look, because I would I think I read once that the average number of sex partners for a man in this country is seven.
2: I think I read that. Yeah.
1: And the average number. Yeah, right here the, the no- oh hold on the number of sexual partners people have had in their lifetimes varies widely within a population a 2007 nationwide survey in the United States found the median number of female sexual partners reported by men was seven and the median number of male partners reported by women was four so that's normal that's just normal We're not all out there just fucking like like LSU. <laughs>
2: Just, he's in triple digits.
1: He's just letting us know he fucks. He laid it down in Baton Rouge back in the day. Good for you, buddy.
4: Yeah.
1: Wow. What a flex. Wilt Wilt the Stilt. Yes, sir. Fucks <laughs> a lot. Unbelievable. Wow. And that's how you get a name like that. LSU Lala. F- to all the all the <laughs> thousands of sex partners. The L the L A L A are actually Roman numerals. For, for all the poon he's bagged. <laughs> Unbelievable. Ellis, you lawless is not the show for that. My God, man. Uh, thanks for calling, buddy. Okay, couple emails, I think. Let's see here. Brian and, quote, Ed, end quote, <laughs> with the news that Lewis <laughs> – Oh, my God. With <laughs> Lewis Hamilton,
2: this is like – this is like when Lance Armstrong was in cycling. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You I Lance. knew cyclists. <laughs> yes. And now that he's not in cycling, I know zero cyclists.
1: I re I rewatched um, George Carlin's last special this weekend. It's it's from yeah. two thousand eight. It was right before he died. It's called "It's Bad for You," and George Carlin. I th- he he was seventy when he recorded the oh, special. I
2: saw it not too long ago. Yeah,
1: he was seventy when he recorded the special. I think he died. He was still seventy when he died, or maybe yeah. seventy one. I mean, the dude looked ninety five years old. He looked so like look just look at a, a regular seventy year old these days. They don't look that old. This George Carlin looks so. I mean, you know, he did a lot of yayo back in the day. But he's got like a decade of his life. His his very first joke was fuck Lance Armstrong. (laughs) And then after a couple like tags on that, his second joke was and also fuck Tiger Woods. And (laughs) I was laughing because you also hate both those guys. And it was at the height of their popularity that, that George Carlin was saying this. So I thought that was funny. And I thought of you. Uh, With the news that Lewis Hamilton has the vid, do you think he... he, Well, just Pete and Pocatello's not... He needs to work on his grammar here. Do you think he will spend the extra time shopping for high-heeled boots? Or does he spend it buried under a tsunami of high-grade international poon? That is from Pete and Pocatello. Um, Ed, this tour... I don't know what they call it. The F1 series is in Bahrain this week and they're actually in Bahrain two weeks in a row, night races. Um so and he got he got vid while he's there. So does he does does he does he put on a hazmat suit and private jet home to be with his standing sex partners, his regular sleighs that have probably already been exposed to him in his vid? Or does he quarantine at like some prince's palace in Bahrain and just sex the usual amount of sex slaves that the princes share over there? Yeah, or 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 does he just hang out by himself and get on his MacBook and shop for shop the Prince collection, shop shop Jessica Simpson's line of high heeled boots? <laughs>
2: um it the one sport I would think you could be okay being as long as he doesn't have symptoms. Yeah. Like if, if he's asymptomatic, I would think being in a car with yourself, right? I mean, even the the crew working on your car, they're not going in the car with you.
1: That's true. I mean, there's the pit stops, Ed. They're like under two seconds, and they and I mean, they only it's crazy. Yeah, they only pit I think once or twice in the race. So it's like you're not when they talk about viral load. He's in the car. He's masked up. He cannot really breathe on anyone very much in under two seconds. Yeah. You know, like, let him run. Let him fucking run. And then when he finishes the race and when he wins, because he wins every week, just nobody celebrates with him. You just give him, like, a wide berth. It's like it's like one of those videos. It's like one of those, like, magnetic balls that rolls around and everything else around it is yes. magnetic and it just can't come anywhere like near it because it moves out of the way yes yeah. like it could be like that like let him let him roll <laughs> thanks for that pete and pocatello uh, pete and pocatello has is fixated on lewis hamilton we never Ripken had talked like to him.
2: streak yes Cal <laughs> ripton like streak yes. of mentioning lewis hamilton yes.
1: I but he makes a good point lewis hamilton I mean, he he fucks a lot. It seems like he's a race car driver. He's very rich. He's very handsome. He's international. We went through his list. Like he got Rita Ora. Didn't you
2: just I actually, you know, it's it's one of those things that I guess because he keeps being brought to my attention, I'm more aware of him. Yep. But I think the other day my son was watching Sports Center and he won like the season already.
1: Yeah, he's he's a seven time champion. Yeah, he's he he didn't win every race, but he's on the best team. Right. He's the best driver. But it's driver. like tennis
2: yeah. or golf like yeah. you you you're the winner for the year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they get and it's weird in that sport because there's a there's another guy on his team. You know, there's two drivers on each team. Right. And there's there's listeners that know more about this than me. So please please know I'm, no, I'm I've only watched the reality shows. That's how much I know and about it. And if you
2: know more than Brian, Please don't write in or call in. That's a really good point.
1: That's a really good point. I don't want to know if you know.
2: I don't want to know more than you're telling me.
1: There's two drivers on each team. And so, theoretically, the other driver on his team, Valtteri Bottas, has just as much opportunity to win the race. And yet, every week, he comes in second. (laughs) It's like you have to get a guy that's OK with the being other the, guy yeah. being the guy generals. Right. Right. Exactly. Or like Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong was on a team and it was a, he'd win the race every time, but only because they would do a team game.
2: Yeah. They taught in that um, that 30
1: for 30. That great.
2: Yeah. That guy, that guy Floyd Floyd uh, whatever mm-hmm. was one of one of his like teammates. Teammates that just had to defer to also
1: them. big, big George, big George hen Tyler, yeah. Tyler, yeah. there's a guy called Tyler something with crystal blue eyes. Um, yeah, it's a team thing, but then, but then it's kind of like the, it's kind of like the offensive line, right? Like Tom Brady gets all the credit, but Nick Mangold, is that him no, that's a jet. Well, it's some, some offensive okay. lineman. He blocks the dudes you know it's Tom Brady couldn't do it without somebody blocking the dudes it's kind of fun how Tom Brady sucks now huh he throws picks all the time
2: right but it's also fun that now that Tom Brady's not there yeah the Patriots suck
1: yeah that's fun too it's fun that they both suck because it's like you didn't want, like, it's a real Sophie's choice, because you want them, you root for the Tomahawk missile in that situation. Right, you, don't, you
2: weren't sure who yeah, you wanted yeah, to see fail more, yeah. and it's good to see that they're both struggling. They're
1: both real pieces of shit. Like, Tom Brady, he's just your standard, run-of-the-mill narcissist, like, yeah, just a douche. real douche, loves himself, never had a strawberry, wears a fucking turtleneck, like, the whole thing. But Bill Belichick, He's a fucking asshole, which is kind of worse, right? Like he's like, he's also he's there's nothing likable, but also he's kind of mean.
2: He's he's yeah, he's a mean guy. And he's one of these guys. And we've noticed it uh, over the last four years politically. But he was—he would break norms even when it was wasn't cheating. He would like break rules that they'd yeah. have to set the yeah. rules
1: for. Yeah,
2: you know, after it's, the fact, and that—that that was a bummer yeah. when it'd be like, oh yeah, if you run the uh, the play clock down to four seconds and you punt out of bounds, that's six points. Like there would be these weird rules, and it's like one school thought is like, well, he's he's just doing what he ta- it takes to win. But it it just wasn't fun with him. Well,
1: yeah, and also. He recorded all the, all the walkthroughs of his, of his opponents. Right. Like he knew their plays. He would, he had them all and they would study them. So when they would see the formation, they go, oh, they're doing this thing that we watched last night on video, which is against the fucking rules. Right. So fuck him. He's a fucking cheater. He's a fucking piece of shit cheater. But
2: he he either cheated or he did a bunch of like norm breaking things that were kind of cheating also. Right.
1: Yeah. That that's true. Like look, he's a cheater. Not in not in the sense that he's a cheater in the way that the Houston Astros are cheaters where they had <laughs> Apple Watches on their chest that would buzz and tell them when a fastball was coming cuz that's the ultimate. Che- no, you can't be a bigger cheater than that. That's the
0: cheatingest cheating you can do. But what but what the what the Boston Say goodbye.
1: Patriots did is also pretty bad. They're pretty bad cheaters as well, but not as bad as the Astros. Okay, let's talk sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give roll life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own joy
0: on DVD.
1: I honestly think I would trade my one to the right status. I would take my dick from one to the right. On the on the list of dicks laid out from smallest to biggest, smallest to the left, largest all the way to the right. Mine is one to the right from the median. I would trade my one to the right status to be able to sing like Writes a Bill. Is that does that it, guy it, just have a pretty voice or what? The guy it, can it, sing. It is
2: beautiful pipes. <laughs> really? Beautiful pipes. God
1: damn it! I wish I could do that. That's amazing. Uh, Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? What what have we missed?
2: I. Well, first, I, I thought you were about to wish that you could have what Wiz Khalifa had. No,
1: that's too much. And that's too you know, so you much, know, you much. You know, you know, you know. I only want the rumor.
2: Right. I would. Yeah. I would like people to think I was working with what Wiz yeah. had. Yeah. It's
1: it's but an, that, it's that that size of a dick
2: is just to like let it slip out with with dudes. You know, like it's locker room part.
1: dick. Yeah. Yeah, it's a locker room dick.
2: Yeah. You would. Yeah. I, I mean. You would really feel so confident just walking around.
1: I remember I was taking a leak next to a buddy of mine one time. It was at our other buddy's wedding and we were fucking wasted. And my buddy's like, hey, Brian. And I looked over and he was looking down at his own dick while he took a piss. And so I made the mistake of looking down at it. And imagine, Ed, if you will, if you're like at a diner. And you order for your what, small child, say you have like a four-year-old, you, order, you go, we'll have the large pancake. And you know, sometimes they bring you that pancake and it's like the whole plate is the pancake. Yes. Right. And then they'll, they'll draw a face with whipped cream on it or something. We'll take that pancake and just roll it up, roll oh it goodness. like you're rolling a joint and then pick it up with both your hands. That's what this guy's dick look like. Jesus it was just a big old rolled up pancake of a dick. And I was like, ah, I've got startled. And then he just started laughing because you know what? He'd scared a lot of people with that thing before. That was, I wasn't the first startled reaction he's gotten right. with that. It's, I was probably the 500th. It's a but trick he does. What,
2: that's what it's there yeah, for, for
1: him. That's Wiz Khalifa's had that experience as well. For sure. Yeah.
2: Um Vanderbilt was in the news this weekend because they used a female kicker um and Sarah Fuller was named SEC special teams player of the week
1: uh, and
2: okay. uh, and I I honestly think it would be cool if a woman was a, a sure. legit kicker on a team. And I saw highlights of maybe it was last year or something. Carly Lloyd, the U S soccer player,
1: mm-hmm. she, she
2: went it. to Eagles camp and she nailed a 55 yarder.
4: Yeah. If
2: you can nail a 55 fucking yarder, yeah, then sure. I would love to see a woman kick.
1: I saw the this Vanderbilt was, ch- chick warming this was up. Such a bad look. She was kicking them from the four yard line. A fifty-five yarders from the thirty-eight yard line. She was they give, she was they kicking the from worst, the four yard line,
2: and they lost fifty-three nothing, which means you get exactly one kickoff. That's yeah, all. That that's was all it. she and she, did.
1: and she kicked it out of bounds, and people were like, "Oh, she no, meant it wasn't to. out of bounds, but oh. it was
2: a squib to like the thirty-five. Oh, yeah, yeah, a squib, and they designed it as much, yeah." It was just – it was a bad luck. The coach what? got fired the next day because they're the worst team in college football. They're 0-6 or whatever they are. But why didn't they let her kick her? I mean she's a college kicker. Yeah, I mean college uh, – Soccer player. Goalie.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They. But, you know, I remember Tony Miola, the national team goalie back in the 90s. He tried out for the Jets and the dude had a leg on him, probably one of the greatest legs in the world but he couldn't make the Jets. It wasn't right. good enough to be on the on the on a football team.
2: But they're gonna give her you know one chance, one kickoff. Just let her rip it, yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Boom it. But I, I have a hard time believing it it could be worse than squibbing it to the 35.
1: That's yeah. a bad look. It's a bad it was a stunt. It, and that's it, that's it made
2: it a worse
1: moment. Yeah, it's it's not a positive for a, any minority when you use that minority as a stunt it doesn't then, it doesn't and look then good
4: giving
2: her the award is a bad
1: like yeah why, why was there only a- one game
2: they they rewarded her for the special teams player yeah. of the week she kicked a squib to the 35 yard line that's yeah. not a like a f- big football play oh, that's, should- a- that's- I mean, why would you squib it when you're down 40 points? The whole thing, it was awful.
1: What if what if she kicked it out of the end zone? Like, we'd be slapping high fives right now. She fucking boomed that of thing. Course.
2: But, like, if she kicked it as hard as she could and it only went to the 12. That'd still be good. It would still be better than a squib to the 35. Yeah.
1: You know, uh, there's a wide range in college kickers. You know, yeah. there's, there's there's guys that are going to the NFL. And there's guys that that's just the guy they could find that could kind of do it, right? It's a it's a really it's a it's a really diverse. There's not a lot of guys that are real good at it. Is my point. And but, so if she was just okay, it would be a huge win. But we'll never know. We're never gonna right. know.
2: And they're playing Georgia. They're gonna she'll get one kickoff again. Let's see what the, she does. Yeah. But if they do more of that bullshit like that, yeah. it's a bad look. Yeah.
1: I know. Vandy, good school, though. She's probably really smart.
4: It is a good fucking school. Uh,
2: The New York Giants fired their offensive line coach, Mark Colombo, after he beat up the head coach in the locker room, and the team is denying that it happened, but there were multiple off-the-record comments that said, like, they're arguing at halftime, and I I think at halftime, or maybe it was after practice at some, and he just mashed uh, uh, one of these Belichick disciples.
1: Do you think... They're like, we need to know what happened here. And, um, and coach Columbo's like, well, I can call my uncle Lieutenant Columbo. And then he would, and then Peter Falk would come in with his glass eye and his, and his, and, and his cigar and be like, uh, I just, can I, uh, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. One, one more thing. Yeah. One more thing. <laughs> Um, um <laughs> it's always kind of funny when coaches kick the shit out of each other, right? Well, I figured that would happen. It probably happens a lot.
2: Well, I recognize the name Colombo. I, I feel like he was maybe a Bears guard. He he was a former offensive lineman himself. Right. Sounds familiar. Like he was a Chicago Bear. But that's the funny thing. When a steakhead, he can't not be a stakehead just because he's yeah. now in an
1: authority yeah. role. Well, also,
2: like when, when do you need to have a fist fight? Almost never. Like you can't use your words. Almost I mean, you're never. you're almost in never. your 40s. Yeah. Probably this guy Colombo, at at best at youngest. He's probably in his late 30s yeah. or, or 50. Who knows? Yeah. But he's old enough to know that, like, punching your boss is not going to get it done.
1: It really is, not and also it's such a, and he must be kind of new to the, to the game because this business, coaching, I don't know, really all businesses, is a relationship business, and right. these guys get fired every couple of years, and you got to be friends with everybody because you're going to want to get another job.
2: Yeah, so when you do the reference check, so what would you say working with uh, Mark Colombo is like? You're right. Well, <laughs> <He>
1: <laughs> I gotta say, punched in the face.
2: He knocked out two teeth. Uh, my neck doesn't feel the same since. But uh, yeah, Mark Colombo is right. gonna struggle to get a job there.
1: I just looked up because you know the show Colombo. He was just called Lieutenant Colombo on the show. Yeah, and I always want to call him Frank. But I don't think it's kind of like Gilligan. I don't think they ever said his name. I don't think they ever said his first name first name on the show. He was always just Columbo. Yeah, Lieutenant it was, Columbo. It was a
2: very satisfying show. Because they the, by the end, yeah. the suspect would would just be infuriated by him. Is that yeah. all, Mr. Columbo? Yeah. Lieutenant Columbo. Yeah. Is there
1: anything Is there else? And he'd be like, actually, fine. no. One more question. Yes.
2: Yeah. And then he'd be like, all right, fine. Fine. I killed her. Yes.
1: Yeah. It was a fun show. I was talking one time because former guest of the show, Chris Morales, who's yeah. – Chris Morales is a thing where he's like, I want to come on your show again. And I'm like, anytime. Come on anytime. But he seems to only want to come on when Travis is on. So then once Travis is on – because he was on the, the time we did Boogie Nights and he did a great job. And I'm always like, hey, anytime you want to come on, I'm happy to have you on. Be fun to have you on. But then once Travis comes on, he's like, oh, I see you did another episode with Travis. You didn't have me. And it's like he can come on anytime. But he's a big fan of Columbo. And I said, oh, I like that one with Robert when Robert Culp was the bad guy. And it was all centered around the um, L.A. Memorial Coliseum. They were trying to do a real estate deal. And he had to kill like the owner or something. And he pointed out to me, he's like, well, actually – Robert Culp was the bad guy on Columbo. Multiple different episodes. They would just bring. That's that's the eighties for you. They would just be like, "We're on coke, so no one's going to notice. Just bring that dude back from two seasons ago. He's a pro. He can be the bad guy again. Who cares? It's not a big yeah, you deal. know that guy. The
2: guy from Greatest American Hero. He let <laughs> do it again. Yes, Who the cares? buddy.
1: The buddy on Greatest American Hero.
2: Um. So listen. Some Some weeks are a little lighter than others on sports stories, so we're including bodybuilding as part of the sports world.
1: I mean, if you've ever i would I would recommend to anybody watch it's on Netflix. I think it's just called Ronnie Coleman, something It's about arguably, maybe not even arguably, the greatest bodybuilder that's ever lived, Ronnie Coleman. Go ahead and watch it. He's an amazing dude. And
2: well, how pump- about pumping iron
1: again? That's fantastic. Ever. Fantastic. Arnold, get the fuck out of here.
2: Coming all the time.
1: Yes. <laughs> he loves weed, he loves ejaculating, he loves pumping iron.
2: <laughs> when I, when he's like, when you do the pump, it's like coming. So I'm coming in the gym, I'm coming at yeah. home, I'm yes. coming all the time.
4: Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, So, Kazakhstani bodybuilder married his sex doll, Margot. Yuri Talachko married Margot.
1: Um, But doesn't, like, getting real jacked like that get you ladies? Like...
2: Yeah, I mean, he posed... Like, uh, there's a... On his Instagram is a full wedding kissing the bride picture, and he's kissing a sex doll.
1: Right. With wearing
2: wear, wearing uh, like a veil and everything. He identifies as pansexual, oh, describes really? himself as an athlete, well, yeah. an art worker. What's an art worker?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yes. Like like a painter.
2: I'm to art.
1: Yeah, uh, like he paints worker, your house. Yeah Blogger Yeah
2: And Sexy Maniac
1: Wow
2: He's been dating Margot for two years He's got pictures I mean if this picture isn't the picture for the podcast I don't know what it is Well hold on There's,
1: I gotta look at it now look,
2: look, look at the like The the second one They're like hiking on a river And she's got a sex doll with him
1: It's kind of weird Um So I didn't know about this sex doll thing, but, um, someone I know showed me one time there's like, if you go on a, on a porn site and you, Oh, click,
2: remember when somebody said they caught their wife or his buddy caught his wife no, that fucking was, like a,
1: that was uh canard in Kansas.
2: And it was like a, a substantial doll. We looked at it. Yeah, it
1: was a, yeah, it was a, yeah, we, uh. Yeah, it was called like Lance or something. It had a name. Boy, this um this Kazakhstani bodybuilder, is he like in the naturals division because I got to be honest.
2: It, it's not that big in this. Is right. you see the one by the stream on the holiday?
1: Oh, yeah, they're like by a, they're by a, a river. What what's her hand doing cuz it's dangerously yeah. close to her lady bits. He's so proud and to be the with her.
2: Picture, they're all clapping as he's kissing a fucking blow-up doll. or yeah, whatnot blow-up
1: doll. No, no, please. No, this is, I know this is big. So realistic sex He gave doll. her
2: – I'm scanning through this. Late last year, Talachko said he sent Margot to a plastic surgeon after she began feeling insecure following media appearances. Oh, yeah.
1: Mar- this guy is fucking bonkers. Yeah, yeah. He – so – like when you say you're when you say you're pansexual, I mean that means that means he wants to they fuck dudes, like, right?
2: I, I mean I get that, but is it also like the type of person who's fucking the Eiffel Tower, kind right? Of thing? Well,
1: that is it. You're attracted to you're attracted to everything. Pan, Pangaea. Like you'll fuck the couch, you'll fuck the oven, you know, all of it, and 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 probably more often than not you will fuck some dudes well it's yes. time it's time for now sports it's for segment segment on the baller lifestyle podcast now sports now sports now sports i'm talking about the segment now now sports now sports segment oh. and what's happening in the world of things that are not sports
2: sad story COVID-19, sad story. The COVID-19 test site was shut down at LA's Union Station for a She's All That remake shoot.
1: Is She's All That, is that the one with Rachel Lee Cook?
2: Yeah. She just had to... Let her hair down, right? Oh, or take off glasses. Take off her
1: glasses. She was so banging. I was, and
2: she was she was yeah. banging with the glasses on. Right. It was it was a weird thing. Right. Take those things I off. Know. We I know. can't handle your vision problems. And
1: also, like, wasn't she like the 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 gentleman of her dreams? Wasn't it um, Freddie Prince Jr.? Yes. Like he's a huge nerd. Like how is he cast?
2: He's a he's a
1: handsome dude. Oh yeah, but I mean, come on! How is he cast as the object of her affections? Like, how is that is it believable? She, yeah. I mean, she's the hot one in the. If right. they're a couple, was,
2: they didn't do enough to gum her up. Like right.
1: she, she looks hot. Right. It was a weird. You got well. Um. I mean, you know what you got to do. You can't do this. You got to make her fat. Then she loses a bunch of weight. You know, you do like, you do like, um, what's it called? Castaway. Hold on. I got a movie idea. This fat chick is this heavy set, big, beautiful woman. Right. Is what I meant to say. I'll edit that. She's goes, she really likes some guy. And then hold on. It's going to be hard to work out. She really likes some guy, but then she works. She also works for, works FedEx. for FedEx. yes. <laughs> and then she goes on a flight, and then Why
2: FedEx. Okay, that movie. I never
1: will understand that because their plane crashes in the movie. I cannot understand. Like they had to get their permission, and right?
2: Like the payoff is that he delivered one of the packages at the end. Yeah, they lost.
1: Well, that's all, not they, and they probably lost hundreds of millions of dollars paying those pilots' families. Oh, of course. That's such a bad look for them. She gets a job. She's working for FedEx and she's got, she gets a, it's Christmas time or what we in the shipping business call peak season. And she has to fly somewhere from their hub, which I happen to know is in the Louisville, Kentucky area. And she has to fly somewhere across an ocean. Who knows where? A tropical place, apparently. I don't know. Hey, look, I'm not here to figure it out. Maybe in South America or something. And she crashes and she's there for like a year. And her pits, she gets real hairy pits. But, you know, the oh, bush. No, she,
2: she, she figures out a way with clamshells. Yes,
1: to yes. Like
2: create, <laughs> yes. To, to create ways to shave her legs she, and, and underarms.
1: She makes razors out of, clam out of clam clamshells because there's nothing we can't have a woman <laughs> on screen she could, she could do Kent. the
2: same thing that tom hanks did she finds hanks. a pair of skates and she she uses them as a razor well, it can't be exactly
1: the same ed i like your oh, clams- you remakes?
2: Uh, They kind of take the same jokes
1: that's true that's true and also they did it with a man so now they could do it with a woman she crashes and but one of the things that happens to her is she gets super banged because also it's like she doesn't get emaciated cuz that's gross we we don't do that anymore but what happens is all there is to eat there she like she rigs up like a fishing line and all she's doing is just fucking catching cod and tuna and just healthy ass fish and she's just she's having sashimi all day long and also because she's eating so much protein She's getting ripped. She's doing pull-ups, push-ups, she's going right, on push-ups. runs. You know, she's climbing. Like, like
2: the problem. What? Her stomach is gonna be full of plastic, all that fish.
1: Uh, hold on. Let me think. Well,
2: you know how they say the yeah, microparticles, yeah, like she yes. would be full of plastic. Well, hold on. Hold- and that would be the tragedy at yeah. the
1: end. <laughs> Well, hold on. But then I'm thinking she comes back. She's she she we'll work it out. She gets banging. She's super hot. And then she gets discovered and no, she gets, she gets so fit that one day, like, she's always looking out and she's like, man, I could see, like, is that, that's land over there. I could. And she like rigs up like a way to like, look, she like builds her own um, telescope or what, uh, uh, like a uh, looking, what do they call those? Looking glass. A looking glass. Yeah. That she Spy can glass. spyglass, glass. That's it. She looks over and finally one day she's like, look. I'm fit as fuck all I've eaten is tuna for a year and seaweed I'm fucking jacked I can do I can hold my breath she's like I'm gonna fucking swim to that island and she does it right she swims there and then she's and then she finds out the guy she liked is married to Helen Hunt and she's like oh "Oh, you fucked up you got this this big forehead yeah you got the yeah isn't Mr. Big married to Helen Hunt no Oh, you know who was Hank Azaria. no
2: in that movie. Oh, Mr. In the, Oh, she's in married to Mr. Big? I thought that's I thought Mr. A, Big was the
1: husband. A, speaking of how fucking old maybe is not, maybe not. Speaking of how fucking old is that guy? I just saw the other day Mr. Big. How how, how old do you think Mr. Big is? <laughs> Chris Noth from Law and Order and Sex in the City. I only really know him from Sex in the City. How old do you think Mr. Big is today?
2: Mm, I'm gonna say he's so I watched the first yeah. season of Sex in the City with yeah. Michelle. Yeah. Uh that was that had to be like late nineties. That was over twenty years
1: 1998.
2: ago. Nineteen ninety eight. Um I'm going to say he was – I'm going to say he was 45 then, 44. So I'm going to say 66.
1: I 66. I just fucked up this bit so bad. You're right. He is 66. I thought I read the other day. <laughs> I thought I read the other day that he just turned 60. I saw a headline that said Mr. Big turned 60. But maybe they meant the character would have been 60 because that makes more sense. Yeah, because I'm All like, right, there's well. no way that guy could be 60 now because that would have made him in his mid 30s when they shot the show. And he looked old yeah, as fuck. No, he, was, he was he was definitely like
2: a mid 40s guy
1: then. Yeah, I fucked up. OK, my bad. Completely, completely ruined that bit. And I will cut it out of the show later, except I won't because I think it's funny. Uh, what else is going on, Ed?
2: Um, so everybody's freaking out over these monoliths that are appearing in the Utah desert. What now do you in thinks, Romania. What do you
1: think's going on there?
2: You know, <laughs> I saw, I believe it's the Twitter account, Dong Attack. Yeah. Uh, that's... Pretty good one. And he said, the people behind this monolith thing are the nerds I wanted to beat up in high school and still want to beat up. And I kind of feel like that. This is yeah. some nerd bullshit. Yeah. Unless we're going to find out that this is a marketing campaign.
1: Well, like how? Uh, it, that's the only I worst. That's the worst the thing it could be. Of course not. That's the worst thing it could be is a marketing campaign. But here's the thing. But how do these
2: nerds? Everybody scratching their head about, well, how could it have gotten there? Well, the reason why this is some unused part of the uh, Utah desert. Right. It shows that nobody's looking at this area. Of course it could be.
1: Yeah, they drove it out like, there with a the truck
2: saying oh it would be very hard because it's you know so remote but that goes both ways it's so remote that nobody would notice if somebody was doing something
1: and then also you gotta like how long is it there like they have to they have to clue somebody in to that it's there or else you could you know if you're putting a, a monolith in a remote place it's kind of like a body if somebody's somebody's yeah. you can't just wait for somebody to find it you gotta point it out hey Do you see my monolith out there in the middle of the fucking desert? Or you put it in a place that's not that remote. So, you know, it gets found.
2: And I got to say when people are like, wow, this is like uh, the movie uh, 2001. I hated that movie. I did watch it for film class like two times. I thought it was terrible.
1: I've never seen it. Is that the one with with the apes at the end? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Wait, that's Kubrick though.
2: Yeah. Kubrick. Yeah. Take, take the shining out. Tell me what's good about Kubrick movies. Clockwork Orange? They all uh, they drag on. It, that movie was good for like a half. A lot of his movies are good for a half hour. And then you're like, Jesus, move on.
1: I like Clockwork Orange. Shining, kind of overrated, but still pretty good. Shining,
2: uh, I like. I, but I, I, a Full Metal Jacket? Terrific first pretty, half. Pretty
1: good. I mean even second, this,
2: half, second half was 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 like a C.
1: The war part is definitely not as good, but it's hard to live up to the the uh the train the boot camp part. I'm just you know, saying Vincent he, does D'Onofrio. Of, he
2: does a lot of good parts of movies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the full product. Of well, I haven't movies. seen
1: 2001. I and I also haven't seen that one with uh with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman as as um, oh, sex sorry. deviants, but that has to look horrible, or that has then, to be horrible.
2: Those movies in the beginning, you're like yeah, I'd like to see some naked people, and uh, no. and uh, and then it keeps going on. You, I mean, uh, I was I was tired of looking at naked Nicole Kidman after a yeah, while because yeah. I was like, there's, there's got to be more to this. It was it was that.
1: She really did a thing to the face. Did you watch that show? She was just on HBO, The Undoing. No,
2: I, I I'm I'm willing to watch it. No, but,
1: uh, hey, you know what? Don't. Or do, <laughs> do, but just have, have no expectations she that it's going to be good. Work. Yeah.
2: But yeah, her, her eyes, she really did work around the eyes. Yeah. And now she's,
1: no. she did something with the chin. There's a possible implant in the chin. Her, the bottom of her sec, the bottom section of her face d- looks like it's not the same as the top part. Like the, like the, like yeah. below, like the jowl area looks like it was. Um, add it on at a later date. It's That's weird. A it's a bad show. Uh, yeah, fuck um, this monolith. Fuck nerds. And how do they know this thing's not going to fall on people? They got to get one of those big um, stompers that stomps it into the ground. Boom, 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 boom. Like a like a driller. Yeah. Like one of those things that like pats down the ground before they when they make a an underground parking lot. Something yeah. like that.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't, I don't work construction. When
1: they're
2: there's construction all around me. Yeah, uh, putting up buildings, and they're yeah, they're doing serious work, drilling into the ground.
1: Yeah, it's true. Um, fuck the monolith. But, uh, fuck anybody that's yeah, into but, it.
2: Here's a very Japanese story. Japanese invent a robot hand for lonely guys that simulates holding a woman's hand. Who wants
1: to out? hold a hand?
2: I, that's a necessary evil right. sometimes. But right, I don't. I don't like holding hands. You
1: hold a hand, your hand gets sweaty. You're holding a hand. Because yeah. you want to be holding a little ass or some right, or some it's, just,
2: it's part of the like the what you need to do. But right. it, it's, it's or you're doing it to be like protective of your kid crossing the street. Sure. Things. Yes. But you don't like who's missing out if you have nobody's hand that you have to hold. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's Japanese. So it makes me think. This isn't about holding the hand. This uh, is about fucking me.
1: Yeah, it's there's something. It's they're coming on it for sure at the end. If you don't have a hand to hold, then you get a then just get a different hand to hold every night. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> be, free yourself or be yeah. like a Japanese guy and fuck the shit out of that hand and come all over it and then go to sleep in a drawer.
4: <laughs> or or pass
1: out on the drawer. street. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> uh, the first cruise ship sailing in the Caribbean uh, believe it or not had a COVID outbreak
1: how could you not believe it <laughs> cruise ships are terrible what do we know about what's the number what have I been saying about cruise ships for decades okay to guaranteed things to happen to you on a cruise ship one victim of unknown illness and for a while that was COVID now you're yeah. in the number two it's category known succumb to known illness. COVID-19. Of course, you're, who's in a fucking rush to go on a cruise right now? It's somebody who wants
2: to murder their wife.
1: That's, well, the, that's, that's, the that's move, number right? three. Murder by but spouse? That, murder by stranger?
2: Yeah, I think that, that, that entire crew right. is people, I mean, that entire passenger list is couples right. considering murdering each other. Right. So they're doing the thing, they're like, All right, like, let's see if I can go through with it. We'll go on this cruise. And then if I get the courage, I'll push her overboard.
1: Cruise eventualities. This is what happens. They get out in the middle of the ocean and how is there, how are we still to this day having cruises where there's, where there's railings low enough that somebody can be pushed over? How is it not all plexiglass at this point? And also who's going on a fucking cruise? Yeah. It's crazy.
2: I mean, you're asking for it. Um, some biblical scholars are now arguing that Eve was made from Adam's missing penis bone, not his rib.
1: Biblical scholar, scholar, oxymoron. What are you talking about? Like you study the words. What's that got to do with right. anything that but really happened? It never
2: happened? says rib. It never says rib. It doesn't. <laughs> so no, oh, it says oh, something. They, I, I clicked on it and then I got. Ford because it was a lot of biblical speak.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't actually say rib. Well, how about the whole Noah thing? First of all, Noah he was like six hundred and something years old. He, well, bu- he was he was
2: fucking the animals, right? right?
1: He builds a boat and then he brings two of everything. Hey, come on, guys, let's get on the boat. Two elephants. You the fucking the lions aren't going to eat the gazelles and the zebras. Like that the- was
2: that dude was just fucking a couple zebras and then he made it into this big story.
1: The wolves. The wolves are going to fucking murk everything. They they work in packs. They team up.
2: I you see that The Neeson movie? Yeah, they're they'll they'll corner you.
1: The Grey. That's called. The
2: gray. Um the Pogue Shane McGowan is pissed off at the BBC their decision to censor Fairytale of New York. What's, he calls it ridiculous.
1: It's the best Christmas song.
2: It's a great Christmas song and it's it's like um he's Telling a story of somebody like from a woman, the, the lines that they're finding offensive is a woman's, it's a fiction, you know, it's telling a story. Yes. So the woman is calling the guy a cheap, lousy faggot. But yes. Yes. it's because that's, that's what that's the woman what, was saying. The story
1: says, it's like the Guns N' Roses song, One in a Million are Thir- singing right. it from the perspective of a racist. It's not a racist song. Right. There's, they're acknowledging that, the, that these kind of human beings that talk like this exist. Let's play a little bit of it. Great song. You know how Mariah Carey makes $10 million every year from her Christmas song? Yes. I forgot Matt Dillon was in the video. Shane McGowan should get $50 million every year for this song.
2: You know what's a good song that I uh, remembered?
1: Last Christmas by uh, Wham. Also good.
2: Uh, it's called... I heard it the other day, and it was really good. It's called Christmas Duel, I believe. It's The Hives and oh, Cindy Lauper. Shut up. And Cindy Lauper is really good. They talk about, like, I slept with your sister. It's a good song.
1: Um, the Well, let's look it up. The... For Shane McGowan, that's the best Christmas song. Um, Cindy Lauper has she's, she's the best up. voice. Like,
2: yeah, check out Christmas Duel with her I'm and the right Hives. Here. The Hives,
1: the Hives and and Cindy Lauper. I love the Hives. They're from Sweden.
2: It starts off pretty funny, and I think she yeah. says, "Like, go down on your mother." Or How something. have I never it's heard good. this? It's a good. It's probably two thousand eight.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: It's a good song. I bought no gift this year and I slept with your sister. Oh my god, I
3: already love it.
4: It's so good I and her part is so awesome. nice. Before I kissed her but with the year we had
1: last, I love when these Swedes sing in English better than I could.
4: <laughs> yeah. I just went along for the ride, and I came back for more, and I'm sorry, baby. That's some good pipes. Here comes Cindy.
0: That's all okay, honey, because see, I bought new trees!
1: Heard this before? What a loser that's I am! A good one. I because this cool. is
2: uncensored radio, right. they wouldn't play a song of like this. Not. So that's what's going on with the BBC. Of Course not.
1: Fuck the but, BBC. You know, God bless Shane McGowan.
2: All right, well, we're running long, so let's uh, race through Hackensack, Fine. New Jersey. Yes. School board member resigned after broadcasting herself going to sitting on the can with 150 people watching on a Zoom call. <sighs>
1: I just don't get it. How did you like say you're on a Zoom and you think people can't see you? Couldn't c- It's what the Zoom call is. That's true, but just like why would you put yourself in the in the view of the camera of the computer just in case? Right. I don't get that part of it. Like yeah, yeah, they can't. Just, they're not looking. If you have to yeah. go, just leave the meeting. Leave the meeting. It's especially these days. Everybody's kids are doing Zoom school and shit. It's like, hey guys, I just got to pop off for a second. I'm I'm listening. Um, I got to take care of something. People know. Yeah. Of People course. know what's up. Disgusting. Well, you know, well I'll tell you even
4: More
2: disgusting. Yeah. Okay. Even more disgusting. Van Morrison and Eric Clapton have collaborated on an anti-lockdown song.
1: Speaking of pipes. I mean, see Van Morrison, he's one of these guys that could have really benefited from a a, a helicopter or a plane, plane crash. crash, yep. <laughs> or I mean that's
2: that, yeah, Wild Night, he's he's got
1: Nobody could sing like this guy. Astral Weeks is just one of the all-time great albums. He was a, he was a, a true uh, visionary, just really did his own thing. Could sing like no one else, and now he's just an old fat asshole.
2: Yeah, he's an old jerk. And don't
1: get me started on on Eric Clapton. Let's let's talk about Eric Clapton.
2: Yeah, they, hey, he he, hey. he he famously said he thinks all black people should go back to Africa. This was like in the mid seventies.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, in, he might have been in a cocaine psychosis at that point because everything he's he's dedicated a lot of his life to helping people get sober and he's done some good things. That said, one of the good things he's never done is write a song because all, all his songs, all his songs are fucking horrible. His, he is a bad songwriter. Is he a good axe man? Yeah, the guy can play the fucking Stratocaster. I'll give him that. But you're, I come over to your house and you're like, hey, I'm gonna throw on my favorite Eric Clapton album. I'm fucking leaving. And don't don't get me started on Cream. Cream that was that was Jack Bruce and Ginger Baker. Don't, yeah. th- oh th- man,
2: that's a scary documentary. Ginger Baker one. Yeah. That guy is insane. Oh, was know. insane. Yeah.
1: It's, it's awesome. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. so fuck those guys and their song. Give Take the money from that song and give it to Shane McGowan.
2: Yeah, one of the all-time handsomest men, George Clooney. He revealed he cuts his hair with a vacuum attachment.
1: So this is the flow. I remember I had a roommate, my buddy Dave. He used to listen. I don't know if he listens. I haven't heard from him. But we used to live in his stepdad's garage. And we were up to no good. It was really... You know, one time one of us got crabs and it wasn't me. I'll just say that. There there were two people living there and one of them got crabs and that person wasn't me. And then I was like, now I'm going to get crabs. But I didn't because even though we lived in the same place and we'd we'd take turns on the futon depending on who had company. But – Beyond that, I had this stupid long hair at the time and I would have to put in a big ponytail because I was a short order cook. It was, so the whole thing was a mess. And the the stepdad, he lived in the main house and he wouldn't come around too much. But he was like, Brian, I got 50 bucks. Let me cut your hair with this flobe right here. And he had the vac. That's what he cut his hair with, and it was a, it was an infomercial. I
2: remember the, I remember yeah. the infomercials.
1: He, and I think he got up to like a couple hundred, which I could have used, but you know, I was like Samson. You know, it's like This right. the hair was all I had going for me. Um, in retrospect, I probably should have done it. Now this George Clooney, he's he's just talking shit. He doesn't. The guy's a fucking hundred millionaire gazillionaire. He's got a fucking hot lawyer wife. He gets a fucking haircut by by a professional that cuts his hair. He's just saying this to get headlines because he has a movie coming out. Don't believe this bullshit. He's bullshitting you.
2: I do. I know it's bullshit. I love him. I, I love he's him a, too. He's a lovable guy. And the thing is, he actually knows. I mean, he didn't grow up dirt poor. But he grew up in, in humble beginnings in Kentucky like he was not. And and the fact that he struggled as an actor until like his mid 30s, he he has he has a better perspective on things than most actors.
1: Absolutely. How fucking old is this guy? How about when he was on Facts of Life? The guy was like 26. He had gray hair.
2: Oh, yeah. And remember the story that just came out that when he made it big, he just gave each of his friends a million dollars in inc- cash, including
1: Randy Gerber who was already rich. And he's like, I can't take this. And he's like, if you don't take it, then the rest of these guys can't have it either. And not only did he give a million dollars, he gave him 1.4 million dollars. So they could all clear a million dollars after taxes. Awesome. What a fucking and dude. We, I, know,
2: I know one of them is the great Richard kind. That's yes, one, of his, one of his best friends. Yes. I love that guy. He's awesome. Love that guy. Um, <sighs> Uh here's here's one of the uh stories that I think we're going to be reading more of this type of stuff. Joe Biden fractured his foot while playing with his dog.
1: Yeah, dude, this is it's next it's going to be a hit.
2: Yeah, the guy is fucking ancient. We can't keep voting you know. for old men. You know. There's got there's got to be just like dr- like driving you c- you can't have people this old. I
1: know. I know. That's crazy. He's still old. He's, he's, he is. And
2: and for people, you know, for for uh, Republicans, like Trump, was having mental decline, rapid mental oh, decline yeah. when he spoke too. It's these. I I look at on Thanksgiving, we we had my mother in law here. Mm-hmm. She lives by herself.
1: Oh, poor woman.
2: So so we you know, and she lives close by, and she's been good, and so whatever. Yeah, we we had her over. Course. I took the turkey out of the oven. Yeah, and you gotta let it cool a little bit, and then you, then you carve it. She decided to take a nap right as the the turkey came out of the oven. Hey, hey, and she
1: can do that. She's the same age as Joe Biden, though. Yeah, yeah. you can do that when you're old as fuck. You do whatever the fuck you what want. People
2: do. You don't be president at that age.
1: You take naps. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to think about Joe Biden's old ass, white, wrinkly, gross foot. Like I don't want to know about his foot. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know shit about it.
2: Yeah. Um. But he's still probably more mentally with it than uh, the Ricker from Silver Spoons fame. Ricky Schroeder helped pay for Kyle Rittenhouse's bail money.
1: Yeah. What a guy. And my
2: my question is, well, how did how did Ricky Schroeder have this much money?
1: Well, he was on Law and Order. I think. No, no, no sorry. Oh, NYPD Blue.
2: So that's the money. Because it couldn't have been from being a child star for three years. No, or four his years. parents
1: probably stole it. But he probably, yeah, I don't know. Also, Dude, I
2: think... That's a lot. of money. I mean, you paid like a million dollars for this guy? Right.
1: I think Ricky Schroeder is a Mormon. And I think not by birth. I think he converted to Mormonism Sports. to marry his wife. What I want to know is is Kyle Rittenhouse going to repay the favor next time Ricky needs to be bailed out for spousal abuse? Because that's already happened a couple of times. Next time, Kyle next time, next time Rick tunes up the old lady and gets locked up for it, as he has several times in the past, a couple times in the past, is he going to call a hey, Kyle? Remember I had you on that, uh, on that murder rap you got, you got to get me out. I need I need somebody to come pick me up because I tuned up the wife again. She talked back. We don't allow that in the Mormon faith.
2: Kyle Rittenhouse needs to be talked about like he's a Menendez brother or Andrew Kunanon. Like he's just a straight up famous murderer. Yeah, he's not. This is crazy. Yes. Uh, Justice needs
1: to play out. Just like let, let him go on trial and be put in prison and that's fine. Like I don't need him on my TV. I don't need him held up as some sort of hero because he's uh, he's not that. He's the opposite of that. Fuck him.
2: Uh, another person that you would think should know better. Oregon nurse bragged of breaking COVID rules like not wearing a mask on TikTok. She's been placed on administrative leave. Sh- I mean, I mean,
1: anybody working she, at a hospital knows
2: that's what insane. is
1: going on here. That's insane. Cause these poor it's people one thing that, to be in denial yes. yeah.
2: and be like, I, Hey, I don't see it. I'm not sick. Right. But every hospital is, is feeling the heat these days.
1: Yeah. Like all these, like these people, these frontline healthcare workers that are working with the COVID patients, a lot of them, are not even going home to their families because it's not safe. So they are just like staying in an extended stay hotel and going home, going back there every day and showering and fucking zooming with their family because they don't want to get their family sick. It's crazy.
2: Yeah. Um, Christian evangelists are using streaming platforms to spread the gospel while playing
1: Fortnite. Well, so is the army. The army's recruiting what a via Twitch. Ugh, yeah, what a bummer! It's such a bummer. Can you imagine? You know, hey, nice kill. Yes. You know, you know who really killed it, Moses, when he led the uh, the, <laughs> the, the Jews out of Egypt, and that he was went. A, into that was the tablets. Pretty,
2: hey hey son, that was a pretty impressive escape. You know what a pretty impressive escape, my man JC.
4: From that cave,
2: (laughs) from the cave on Easter. Uh, Taiwan Taiwan Parliament fight over U.S. pork imports led to lawmakers throwing pig intestines and water balloons at
1: each other. We should have more shit like that in this country. Like I'm always like when the like when uh, Parliament yells at each other. That's so fun. Yeah, they have that in every other country. Yeah.
2: Yeah, C-SPAN would be watchable if that that happened.
1: I still want them to have to wear their sponsors on their like like a NASCAR fire suit. Like, <laughs> it like would, NRA. Yeah, it would be like a different
2: insurance companies.
1: Right. It would be. It would like if Nancy Pelosi got up there and she had like J uh, P Morgan like pins right. on her lapel, you'd be like, oh, right. That's right. Oh, she's full of shit. You know, it's like all yeah, of them have should have to wear that. Smocks.
2: Yeah. They should be, yeah, it should be like uh, TGI Friday servers with all the, the sponsors Except, yeah, on there.
1: Pfizer. Like it's, you know, you come out with like a Pfizer or, Oh, you know how they do the hats when the, like when they win the NASCAR race <laughs> and they have to keep putting different yeah. hats on for all their sponsors. When they do a speech, like every minute they have to keep changing <laughs> their hat to a different sponsor. So we know it helps. It would be very helpful.
2: Uh, Tennessee mayor won't require COVID masks until the Holy Spirit gives him the go ahead.
1: Well, hopefully the Holy Spirit shows up very soon.
2: That, that Holy Spirit's a real dick. He's just staying silent. Right. It's, it's weird. so
1: weird. Asshole. It's weird how he allows for the murder of innocents. But you know what, Ed? Yeah. He's got his own plan. His plan, yes. his plan, Magical plan. his plan includes children being raped, but that's, we can't mm-hmm. judge that. And it's also a uh, mass extermination. Territory. Yeah. On his turf. Right. It's, he made this, he made this place and he made this place perfect, but it's imperfect because it's fun for him. That's, he, he enjoys it. Yeah.
2: Uh, last two stories are kind of connected. Uh, 1.6 million people. Have signed a petition to remove Amber Heard from Aquaman two, yeah. and Johnny Depp has. If they have announced he was replaced by Mads Mikkelsen on the third Fantastic Beasts movie.
1: Well, t- like I've never, I don't think I've ever seen Amber Heard in anything that I can recall, and I don't, I don't feel like we need her. I feel like she's pretty interchangeable with anyone else, and she's. Say what you will about the Deppster, she seems like a pretty rotten person too.
4: She's uh, oh. she was a, a dreadful wife. Every time I passed out eating ice cream, <laughs> yes,
1: she'd she'd make she a took video.
4: pictures of yes. it. Yeah. she made videos, posted online. What, like I'm some fucking Hasselhoff eating hamburgers She's on the floor?
1: Horrible. She also that time you left out your cocaine gear, John. Yes. she t- she took Listen. a picture and she you have a little you have a little Hoover vacuum snorter that you use to inhale your cocaine. And that's like, that's personal, right?
4: Yes. uh, You you should never, you should never uh, um, put on Front Street my equipment for my clown powder.
1: Exactly. That's very, very personal. You would never do that to her, right?
4: That's right. I wouldn't put her diary out there, so she should not put my cocaine out there.
1: Exactly. Now, what's what's worse, Ed, being replaced in a Harry Potter spinoff by... Really fantastic Danish actor, Mads Mikkelsen, who's really kind of improves everything he's in or being cucked, as you allegedly were, by noted South African businessman and plug haver, Elon Musk, which which which
4: was worse for you? Listen, I could watch Mads Mikkelsen read the phone book as long as his eye, eyeball is bleeding like it was in Casino Royale. Um, however, I will never be okay with that plug piece of shit, Elon <laughs> that's, Musk. That's
1: that's how, that's how you discovered Amber's infidelity, wasn't it? You um, found
4: plugs everywhere. <laughs> yeah, sure. It reminds me, I, and I'm a good detective because um, you know when he left a 21 Jump Street, my good pal Richard Grieco was yeah. Was trying to star in a Philip Marlowe esque detective show, and he taught me everything he knew on the set, oh, and so I I was able to I know I when I enter a room I can scan it like a uh, like a true detective that was on the Fox network oh. in nineteen
1: ninety. Wow, wow, and that's that's how you were able to discover those loose plugs. Yeah. Those,
4: those, yeah, those plugs. loose plugs, no problem.
1: Wow, unbelievable. Uh, well. Good good luck to you, Johnny. Sorry that you sorry that you lost your role in Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Although although I was,
4: was going to make a great Grundle Gruff. You and, uh, yes, Fantastic Beast.
1: It is my understanding that you still did receive your eight figure salary
4: for that. I believe a couple of weeks ago I spoke to you about this. I'm always going to get that fucking bag. Yes. Yes. So,
1: and I don't think, like, as good as Mads Mickelson is, he doesn't have quite the name recognition in this country. So I don't.
4: He doesn't have the. As a nod to my good friend, Kiefer Sutherland, he doesn't have my gravitas. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. We,
1: we will sign it off there. Or Ed Daly. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode. Three hundred forty nine of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. ball yes, Lifestyle's Baller Podcast, getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do with Easy Ed Daily and a man, Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Talking loud, comas, conundrums, my brothers. Reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top Podcast Man, no one is above us. Five star the haters who love us and we're not trying to talk politics a lot we'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot man you know the shit's on top top podcast man it really hit the spot listen up you players and shot callers tbls the lifestyle's baller and you know the show is so flawless tbls the lifestyle's baller listen up you players and shot callers T-